Your dad is supposed to be your first love. He put me through a lot. He would cry every day when I was a little girl. I wish I had somebody that would would have told me. I didn't know who was real and who wasn't. Hello, everybody. My name is Jemiah Walker, and I'm the CEO of Daddyless Daughter Incorporated. And you're listening to The Journey Without Him. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? So before we jump into this first official episode of The Journey Without Him, let me be transparent with y'all. I am nervous, okay? I'm sitting here at this mic, and y'all, I am extremely nervous. I have been getting asked to do a Daddy Loves Daughter podcast for a very long time, um, and I've always made excuses on why I can't do a podcast because I like to be behind the scenes and I'm nervous, but I took a leap of faith and we're going to jump into this journey with the journey without him. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe to the journey without him so you can hear more updates, more interviews, more insightful information of what it's like to grow up mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically without your father present. We'll be going into a lot of in-depth conversations. We will be addressing the elephant in the room. We will have a lot of laughs, a lot of cries, and a lot of real talk. So for this first episode, I wanted to take y'all back in time to 2019. In 2019, on the campus of Prairie View A&M University, the Prairie View A&M University, shout out to all of my PV alumni. You know how we do PV. Y'all know y'all supposed to say you know. <laughs> but on the campus of Prairie View A&M University, I started a doc series called The Journey Without Him, which now is, as you can see, is the podcast. Um, and I started interviewing young girls and women on campus about their daddy's daughter journey, how their father not being in their life impacted them um, from a little girl all the way up until college. And you'll be surprised to hear just how much of an impact an absent father can have on a woman, not just a little girl, not just a teenage girl, but in college, thriving, getting your degree, and you still have this gaping hole in your heart where, you know, you feel like your father's supposed to be. So the first person that I interviewed for my docu docu-series was the Maya Gibson. Hey, Maya. I know that you're listening because I definitely sent you a text message and told you that I will be putting your doc series on the podcast now. Y'all, Maya Gibson is by far the sweetest person ever. She was one of the first people to help me with Daddyless Daughters when it was on the canvas of Prairie View. She is just a light to be around. She is currently an educator in Houston, Texas. She is doing everything she thought she wouldn't be able to do. This docuseries takes us back to 2019, Maya. Where was Maya in 2019? How did she feel about the impact her father had on her? And I will let y'all know, this interview is 2019 that you all are about to listen to. Now, 2022, Maya, baby, let me tell you, she has taken her pain and turned it into power, her sorrow into success, and sis is thriving, okay? When I say thriving, thriving, but we'll get into that at a later date. Hopefully, we can have Maya come on to the podcast to give you an update on her story, but heading first, we're going to jump into the Maya Gibson story. Here you go. What is your daddy's daughter story? From the time I was six, 
That was when my parents um, got a divorce. Before that, my father was um, in our lives. He was a um, good working um, father. He went to the army. Um, and then he started doing drugs and was verbally and abusive, um, verbally and physically abusive to my mom. So um, after, you know, she said enough is enough, he got a divorce. After that, I really didn't see that much of him. He would come whenever he wanted to. Um, and whenever he came, he would be like, you know, I'm here. I've changed, you know, I'm ready to be here for you, for you and your brother, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, two months, three months passed, where are you at? Years ago by, he come back saying he changed, come back and do the same shit over and over again. And it is what it is. Um, I haven't talked to my father in three years. He's in um, in jail or prison right now because he, he actually got locked up on his birthday um, about two years ago for doing uh, drugs. And they sentenced him, um, I think, 15 years. Uh, when was that? I can't remember. But they sentenced him to 15 years. He might get out um, earlier than that. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. Um, I don't plan on talking to him right now. In the future, maybe. But not right now. Um, trying to think of what else. Whenever he was in my life, he was, it seemed like he wanted to be there. And you know, drugs do things to people, you know, but I'm your daughter at the end of the day. So the love that you have for me should outweigh all of the, the The love that you have for me should outweigh any addiction, you know. And people don't understand, like, having a dad in your life, like, like that really means a lot. Like, that's it's really, like, detriment in a, in a woman's life. Like, and I don't think a lot of girls appreciate, not appreciate, but just understand how important it is that they have their fathers in their life. Like you can go to your dad for advice. You can tell him about a guy that's fucking you over some shit like that and he's gonna be real with you, but you know, I run to somebody, who am I supposed to run to, you know? You know, my grandpa, he tells me stuff, but you know, he's old or whatever. <laughs> he says stuff and it's true, but it's like I, I wish I had somebody that would would have told me you know, when I was growing up, I was, I was lost. Like I didn't, you know, relationships and stuff like that. I didn't know who was real and who wasn't because I didn't have anybody guiding me. So I was searching for love in all of the wrong places through sex and 
through men who ain't shit and not doing shit and still I still I still tolerate that shit when I know I deserve better but it's like I wish I would have had that type of guidance you know and at the end of the day I know that he loves me and I know that he wants to be in my life but I'm at a point in my life where I just I can't afford for you to keep coming in and out of my life you know because you already missed out on so many years. I'm about to graduate. You missed out on one of the most important times of my life. And you couldn't, you don't even know what I'm going through. You know? But, yeah. How has your father not being in your life affected your life, self-esteem, or relationship with men throughout your life? How do you think you would have been a different woman if your father played a, a bigger role? Um... Because times, like, I would think about how my life would be different, but at the same time, I've never got, like, a vivid, like, dream or plan of how my life would be because I'm just, I've gotten just so used to him not being around. So I don't even try to wish or do anything like that because I know it's not going to happen. I can't get these years back. Um, I can't say that it probably would make me a more um, cautious woman, um, especially with the men that I pick in my lives because, oh Lord. <laughs> I have horrible taste in men, horrible. But, you know, through all of this, um, I know it's, it's hard not having a dad, but I wouldn't be the woman who I am today if he had not been in my life because um, it's made me a stronger person, a stronger woman. Um, I just look back and, and it's just certain things that he couldn't teach me or didn't teach me, I had to teach myself. I had to learn through them. I had to go through everything by myself, whether it was me choosing the wrong guy. Why was this guy wrong for me? What did he do? What what values did he bring? What what didn't he bring to the table? What should have what what he should have brought to the table? You know, and and then just at the end of the day, I had to learn how to love myself because I was at a point where I was seeking love in men, them try, telling me that they love me or wanting sex from me and stuff like that, like, I would find validation of love through that. And that's not, that wasn't self-love, you know. Me always wanting somebody because I wasn't, I didn't love myself to be alone, to reflect on myself as a woman. But, you know, now I know that it's, it's okay to be alone. You know, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's okay that you don't have a father, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to let this affect me or my kids because um, I can't have a husband that's not going to be in my kid's life. I can't. I can't afford that. It's, I can't. What is the hardest part about your healing process? 
Forgiveness. It's forgiveness. And um, both of my greens, my mom's mom, you know, she knows what's going on and everything. She's such a, a woman of God. And she always tells me, you know, I know you hurt, but you have to forgive him for you. You know, not for him, but for you so you can move on. And that's easier said than done. <laughs> it's easier said than done because when you look back over all of the hurt and the shit he put my mama through and, you know, that really fucks me up because she was such a good woman to him. Like, a great woman. She still is. And it's fucked up. Because if he would have got his shit together, we probably wouldn't even be in this situation, you know? But it's forgiveness. And his mom, she's been dealing with this too because he's in jail. I mean, in prison. And... Um, you know, she, she says, you know, I know he's been through a lot and I know he's done a lot to y'all and I know it's not going to happen overnight, but I just want you to try to find in your heart to forgive him because he's not a bad person. He's just going through a bad situation and he's trying to get out of it. You know, an addiction, it is hard. It really is drugs. And I, you know, people, I can say all I want, like, you know, it's it's whatever, but I know it's probably deeper than just drugs and every, it's, it's deeper, it's emotional, like, it's, it's probably, I have never been through that shit before, being addicted to drugs, so I don't know, you know, so I know it's something deeper than that, but one day I know that I'll be able to forgive him, I know, I know, it might take a couple of years. It might, because like I said, I'm just at the the point, I'm, I'm about to graduate and I just want to continue to live on with my life. And if God wants me to repair that relationship with him down the line, then I will. I know I will, but all of the shit that I went through right now, it's just, it's not a good time. You know, I need him just like we were hurting me because I have three other brothers. And, you know, my oldest brother, he, but all of my brothers, my youngest brother, he, he's really just like, I'm ready for daddy to come back home. You know, I'm ready for daddy to come back home. When is he coming home? And for Christmas, he said, you know, you know what I wish for for Christmas for my daddy to be home. And it's like, how are you supposed to? How are you supposed to tell somebody that something's gonna be okay when it's it's not? It's not okay, you know. My second oldest, my second youngest, he like we're all just numb to it. Him being gone and him not being in our lives, like it's just to the point like we're just like, fuck it, like you know we've tried that's all we can do is try but if you're not trying to meet us halfway we I, we can't i can't do anything i can't and 
you know, I know that he wants to be in our lives because I know he's tried to get in contact with us before, but I need you to hurt like we did. You're not talking to us and us not want to talk to you. I know that's hurting you. And I know that's wrong for me to say that, but you need to feel it too because it's not fair to us. You know, you haven't been in our lives for years. So why should I have to pick my face up and just let you come in? How do I know you're not going to do that again? So I know through my healing process, I'm going to have to learn to forgive. And I know it was wrong for me to say all that, but it's, I can't help it. Like, I just, I'm going to have to learn to forgive and just move on. But like I said, right now, I can't do that. What is something you wish men or your father knew about the role of fatherhood as it pertains to young women? To be there. Just be there. Listen. Um, man. Not to play with their hearts. You know, just be real. Especially with men. Like, I know, you know, what is the age? The 17 to 40? <laughs> 17 to 40, you know, they, in this little mind set or whatever that they just, <laughs> that they have to do whatever, fuck whatever, you know? And I'm just like, dude, <laughs> I don't have time. And you know, we're young at the end of the day. I know men are gonna do whatever they, you know, they're gonna do. But it's just like, be real with us, you know? Like, if you want sex, then say that. If you wanna, you know, get to know me, then let me know that, you know? Just don't don't play with my emotions. And I feel like for daddyless daughters, especially for the, like the, the daddies being absent in their life, like with men, like you really can't, we have a vulnerable space like for, for guys, we do, like, you know, we didn't have a daddy, so, oh my gosh, you want me, you want attention, you wanna, you wanna love me, you wanna be there for me, oh my gosh, come here, like, you know, and hold me and don't let go. I know the first half of the Maya Gibson story was heavy. The room was so intense when we were recording. The room is intense now. I know wherever you are, but we're going to jump right back into part two of the Maya Gibson story where she's going to talk about what healing looks like for her at, at that time, as well as giving advice to some daddyless daughters and the men, fathers, soon to be fathers and boyfriends about how to interact and how to navigate with daddyless daughters. Let's jump right back in weight and I just want to continue to live on with my life and if God wants me to repair that relationship with him down the line then I will I know I will but all of the shit that I went through right now it's just it's not a good time you know I need him just like we were hurting me because I have three other brothers and you know my oldest brother he But all of my brothers, my youngest brother, he he's really just like, I'm ready for daddy to come back home, you know. 
I'm ready for daddy to come back home. When is he coming home? And for Christmas, he said, you know, you know what I wish for for Christmas for my daddy to be home. And it's like, how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to tell somebody that something's going to be okay when it's, it's not, it's not okay, you know? My second oldest, my second youngest, he, like, we're all just numb to it. Him being gone and him not being in our lives, like, it's just to the point, like, we're just like, fuck it, like, you know, we've tried. That's all we can do is try. But if you're not trying to meet us halfway, we I, we can't, I can't do anything. I can't. And, you know, I know that he wants to be in our lives because I know he's tried to get in contact with us before. But I need you to hurt like we did. You not talking to us and us not want to talk to you, I know that's hurting you. And I know that's wrong for me to say that, but you need to feel it too because it's not fair to us. You know, you haven't been in our lives for years. So why should I have to pick my face up and just let you come in? How do I know you're not going to do that again? So I know through my healing process, I'm going to have to learn to forgive. And I know it was wrong for me to say all that, but it's, I can't help it. Like, I just, I'm going to have to learn to forgive and just move on. But like I said right now, I can't do that. What is something you wish men or your father knew about the role of fatherhood as it pertains to young women? To be there. Just be there. Listen. Um... to play with their hearts you know just be real especially with men like I know you know what is the age 17 to 40 <laughs> 17 to 40 you know they in this little mind said or whatever that they just <laughs> that they have to do whatever fuck whatever you know, and I'm just like, dude, <laughs> I don't have time. And, you know, we're young at the end of the day. I know men are going to do whatever they, you know, they're going to do. But it's just like, be real with us. You know, like, if you want sex, then say that. If you want to, you know, get to know me, then let me know that. You know, just don't don't play with my emotions. And I feel like for daddyless daughters, especially for the like the the daddies being absent in their life like with men like you really can't we have a vulnerable space like for for guys we do like you know we didn't have a daddy so oh my gosh you want me you want attention you want to you want to love me you want to be there for me oh my gosh come here like you know and hold me and don't let go but then when you expose me to cheating and dishonesty and lack of communication no reassurance everything like that that takes me back from to my dad and you're just like him and that's just what it is so i think just being honest being loyal being real um and blunt too you know just just tell me how it is from the get-go and we won't have no problems 
Um, for men, I think just cher- like for for dads, just cherishing that you know your daughter needs you, whether you think that or not. Um, she needs you because there are some things in life that you know your mom can't teach you or give you advice about guys yes she can tell you a little bit but you're an actual man like you've been through this stuff you know what you know men around my age are looking for and what they want so just you know when they, whenever you have that guidance you can have a better outlook of how guys are you know instead of wandering around being clueless and you know I know you have to find out for yourself but just having that that type of guidance kind of helps women what do you think the stereotype about daddyless daughters is how do you see yourself in that stereotype or how do you go against it I would say with daddyless daughters men would say that you know they're easy you know because you know you don't got no daddy you ain't got no morals. <laughs> let me get that. You know, like, <laughs> let me, let me just, let me just get it. Um, but then, you know, maybe they know that you do have a vulnerable spot because you don't have your dad in your life. So they feel like maybe they can manipulate your mind and um, they can do whatever, you know. There are, I'm not going to say that all men are like that. You know, I'm not trying to bash all of the men. Let's <laughs> make that clear <laughs> but um just most men like you you just think about and like listen to your listen to the woman listen to her needs like whenever she tells you about her childhood and her upbringing like actually take that into consideration because like most of the stuff she's telling you is just like a look I don't want you to do this to me so I need you to listen you know if you listen, then everything will be okay. But if you don't, then we just gonna run into some some hard times, you know. Um, I would say not all daddyless daughters are like that. Um, because we experience pain with our fathers, we kind of some of them kind of like are like. Mm, kind of see how you are so I'm really not trying to fuck with you because I'm not trying to go through that shit so thank you next um <laughs> but um yeah I, I it just depends it really just depends on the girl but I would say just some of them are you know vulnerable easy access because they want to find love they want love they want something that their dad couldn't give them they want love and affection and attention but some girls are just like but I can't deal with it. That's where I'm at in my life. I'm just at the point. I just, I, I don't even want to put any um, effort or attention into a man because I, I want all the attention to go to me. Like all of my goals and my dreams and my aspirations, I'm going for it by any means. And I think, I think that's, that's a learning lesson too, dealing with a lot of guys and, you know, um, dealing with my dad. I think it's just time for me to be um, very selfish and selfless this year so I can um, achieve everything that I'm trying to go for. And that's facts, period. 
Do you think that your mother fulfilled both parent roles sufficiently? <laughs> is that even a question, girl? It's a fact. That is a fact. My mom is bomb as fuck. Like, <laughs> she been doing this shit. I don't care. I, I wish somebody would not give her her props. I'll go over there and fight them. I don't care. Like, she has sacrificed and done so much like i can't i can't even make a list because it's just gonna go on forever like that's my heart man that's my world like that's why i'm ready for me to get in this career and start elevating so i can give her everything that she's ever wanted like like right now she's going back to school so we'll be graduating around the same time she'll be rn so it's like Yes, honey, we're accomplishing all of these goals together. Like, if you thought that you stopped us, then you thought because no, like that's my girl. But she sacrificed a lot. Like she's been through a lot, you know. And I know that regardless of what we've been through, she always wanted us to just be better than her and better than my father. And she has raised me and my brother to the T. Financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, every aspect she's been there. My brother, um, he graduated last May. He's in the army. I'm about to graduate. Like, you're about to have two kids that graduated from college. A lot of people can't say that. A lot of people can, but a lot of people can't. And you did that by yourself. You know, you had, you know, my mom, she, you know, my granny and my grandparents. I'm thankful for my grandparents, too, because they've always been there. They stepped in when my, you know, my father wasn't there and everything like that. But my mom, all props go to her. All of it. She's a queen. She's my queen. And I will worship the ground she walks on because, you know, that's my girl. So anything she wants. You got it. What words of encouragement would you give to another daddyless daughter who may be struggling with healing and going through the same thing you are? Oh, that's beautiful. Continue to be you. There are going to be times where you reflect and you think about everything that you've been through, but just take every day one step at a time. And as you do that, strive to be a better version of yourself every day. It's going to be hard, but you never know what, you know, you can do or your story, how it can impact somebody else's. So I would say just keep your head up. Be strong. Um, be as graceful as, as possible through, with anything, you know. Um, when you feel like giving up, don't. Because, you know, whenever you feel like that, nine times out of ten, you're getting closer to your blessing. You know, um, sometimes people will knock you down, the devil, temptation, um, everything will knock you down. But that means, like I said, that's one step closer to you getting to where you need to be. And God is going to bless you regardless. You know, if you don't think that, um, you know, people around you, if they're not for you, then cut them out. You need to be around positive people because it's already people out here trying to tear you down as it is. 
So you need to keep positive people around you, positive friends, positive um, role models, everything. Just surround yourself with positivity because you're going to elevate, period. And, you know, if, if you ever do um, run through a situation where you kind of feel down and upset, read the Bible. Like, I've, I've been into the Bible more and I've gotten a lot of answers to a lot of things that I've, you know, um, had unquestioned over the years. And just trust God through it all. He, he will get you through it. So just stay strong. You're beautiful. <laughs>